0: Episode 95 of the Sims and Left Go podcast. 95, man. Hold, on, have we only done 95 or was there more before we started counting?
1: There have been more than 95 cuz remember we did like the Darrell Rivas special, but that didn't count. And we do our Mondays. Exactly. No, no, I mean like we've been counting though, like
0: our real Correct. Yes, man. It's been 95, 95. real
1: episodes. It's pretty awesome. Sims the David
2: and- Irving Man. Bryce Pop. Keep going. What else you got? Oh, Greg Lloyd, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Uh, hold on, let me think if there's any. I'm other. just gonna throw more that you're Go not gonna get. Yeah. Derek
0: Wolfe, Oh, Amaro Williams, right? Charles Johnson, uh, Jihad Ward, uh, Chris Jones yeah. of Kansas City Good is one. coming on. Yeah, uh, but I would say the most famous in the Hall of Fame. Well, uh, Hankins also for the Giants right now is playing really well. Crichton, Jarvis
2: uh, Jones is 95 on Pittsburgh right now, I right? I think or? so. Chris
0: Long, uh, Dion, uh, Dion Jordan, huh? There's, right. a,
2: there's more good 95s. Well,
0: the Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's who. Richard Dent. Oh, my gosh. How could I forget that? A actual defensive Super Bowl MVP, Super yeah. Bowl 20. Yes. Uh, it's pretty crazy when you think of the 85 Bears, which we've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast. Right. Richard Dent, for many, would be forgotten for the casual fan. He good would use be. of ad nauseum. That's yeah, really good. I just man, he was a beast, a beast. The weird thing is, is that he also wore ninety six for a little bit, and Charles Haley. We talked about him last week. He also wore ninety five. Right. So like they, the, the, some of those guys have changed their numbers. Yeah, which you don't really. But see. But I don't
2: remember. Den was ninety six. It must have been like his first year or two in the yeah, career. Yeah, probably one of those right. jerseys. Right. But
0: yeah, uh, so ninety five, uh, and this is the entering week seventeen of the podcast. So let me give you guys a little breakdown
1: of how no, ninety five from Rutgers, by the way. But thanks for asking. Oh, great, and I appreciate
2: uh, that. Yeah, don't worry, we were really concerned
0: Any about 95s on well, Maryland, uh, no, you're of. not a Maryland fan, hey, and you
1: don't care. I. It's hard for me to care right now when Rutgers is eleven and three in basketball. What's Maryland right now? 13-1. Tw- uh, oh. <laughs> they, they blew out Illinois last night, which was huge. Why didn't you just go to Rutgers? Uh, I'd been there so much as a kid, I just decided I was. I needed to go somewhere else. Okay. I needed a change. And oh. frankly, he's so much better than the Rutgers kids. I am, I am. I mean, just look at Canvasser. That's, how, that's a Rutgers grad. He's a grad Rutgers right. guy? He's yeah. He's a Rutgers grad. I didn't right. know that. But, but Canvasser doesn't know the first thing about Rutgers sports. Uh, Sounds like he's got a lot of open brain space
0: for more important things. Yeah, Uh, he does. Let me give you guys a breakdown of how we're going to break up the next three podcasts with the playoffs. Today, I just kind of want to talk a little bit about a lot of the popular topics heading into week 17, whether it's resting players, some of the open gigs in football, and what is motivation? That's what we're going to talk about today, and we're going to obviously make our week 17 game picks. You'll get Sims is guaranteed to lose and top five quarterbacks. Monday, we're going to talk about the coaches, the remaining coaches that get fired, um, and we're also going to talk about some of the more popular things, and we're going to do our NFL regular season awards, and they're not just going to be the popular ones like MVP and coach of the year, which I'm excited because we might differ. I don't want to talk about it with you ahead of time. Okay, But I want to do some also Sims' Under the Radar Awards guys that really no one's talking about that Sims is is seeing on film. I think that's always great. And also our not coach of the year and our also disappointment of the year. Some of the more things, not just the best guys. Um, And then Thursday, we are going to do, since there's four wildcard games, we're going to have Fendrick on the timer and we are going to allocate 15 minutes to each game. The way I want to do it, I'm just going to pick your brain. The way we do when we're sitting on the couches. Okay. I'm just going to pick your brain. Like questions like, you know. Okay, Miami's run deep, run offense against the Steelers. What's going to happen there? We're yeah. just going to break it down from a Adam Lefko is curious because he likes to steal Sims's points. That'll be
2: interesting regardless. I, I mean, because oh. they're, they're pretty much locked into, right, to playing each other?
0: Uh, something could change. I think the Dolphins could move up to the five seed if they get a win, and then there's like a Chiefs loss and a Raiders loss. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I don't, I believe there is. Um, I yeah. just know that it says there that it's not locked in.
2: Yeah, they possibly, you're right about the Chiefs. It looks like that's what it could be because then they would have both have the same conference record if Kansas City lost this weekend and Miami won. Right, uh, that'd be interesting. I mean, Miami earlier in the year too. They had that big running game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yeah exactly. So.
0: Uh, it could be interesting. I really think the the interesting notion with Week 17 is the thought of motivation. You just did the pick show. Yeah. Uh, I, if you're gambling. On a game like Ravens Bengals, with two teams that really have nothing to play for, yes, you got a problem. Yes, um, I'm sure you've been in some Week 17 non playoff team games. Uh, what is that week like in the locker room?
2: You know, it's it is relaxed to a degree. There's certainly there's no pressure there, and you got nothing to worry about. Uh, guys are still professional. Coaches still pretty attack it the same way. They just don't. You know their their buttholes aren't as tight uh, as far as just being on every little single detail or being on your butt in the meeting room quite the same way. Uh, The one thing I'll say that people don't really realize, and I know you, you may have heard me say this in the pick show, there is like one thing that makes a difference to coaches is seven and nine and eight and eight. Like I wrote down here that It's a legit thing.
0: Your record is a tattoo. Exactly. You know, when Rex Ryan got fired yesterday, they put up thirty one and thirty six. Exactly. And that's what he'll be remembering Jeff Fisher, I think about how often we talked about how many losses he had. If you can avoid a loss at the end of the year, it's you know, it's pretty nice. Bill
2: Parcells said that to my dad when he you was the are, coach of the Jets one year. Are. Yeah, and they were he was they, they had a play and beat maybe like the Lions in week sixteen to be like a five hundred football team. And he told my dad, like, no, I'm doing everything I can to win this game. He goes, this is going on my tombstone, these records. Mm -hmm. For coaches, it goes on your tombstone. They're going to be judged by that final record.
1: And that means something to them. What about players that are going to be free agents and fear of injury? Yeah, it that's a very tough line to deal did with. The Brandon Marshall story that you told—did that happen week 17? It happened.
2: It was week 16. Okay, but it's still same kind of thing. Yes, it's it's scary because guys want to go out there, they want to play their best, they want to put good film out there. There's because probably a
0: lot of young guys out there too trying yeah, to like
2: make a name. There's a there's a lot of things that go into it, and yeah, you're right. There's new guys out there, but it also- just sounds like a really easy place to get injured
0: too. People aren't caring that much during the week because I always think. Um, the first quarter of these games you're probably gonna get the adrenaline and pumping. What happens midway through the third?
2: That's where I think the team that has really nothing to play for just fades away, start right? Start to fade away. Like yeah.
0: you picked in our pick show yeah. that you think that the Giants plus eight against Washington's crazy. Yes. And my thing is, sure. But if the Giants are even up three in the third quarter and Washington's sitting there going, we got the playoffs line, yeah. do you really think the Giants, like they're going to see a snarling Washington team? Do you really think they're going to be playing hard? Are they going to go, man, we got to play in a week? This is crazy, like that we could get. I, I, I don't know. I don't
2: know. I think the Giants are going to play full. Just reading everything I've read in the New York media the last, I think the Giants are playing full bore. Like just McAdoo's comments, Janoris Jenkins' comments, uh, some of the comments. So
0: mid third quarter. Uh, Yeah, Eli Eli Apple sitting there on the ground rubbing his ankle. You're telling me that Ben McAdoo isn't going big picture right here. Like I feel like the Derek Carr injury is something that sets all coaches' minds into motion. Going, is it worth it? Derek Carr should have been out there. Andrew Luck, Colts second half. It was still pretty early. Nineteen
2: point game. Right.
0: He's done it before. So I, but I understand that. But I just feel like all coaches right now. You talk about tight butthole.
2: Yeah. I listen. Your your thoughts are all online. Uh, I just I just look at the Giants scenario going, they've won two Super Bowls playing week seventeen and they didn't have to. That's like the mystique of the Giants. That's the mystique of the Giants. And I think also McAdoo knowing being around Tom Coughlin, also knowing like you can't go into the playoffs with your quarterback playing the worst game maybe in the last three years of his career Mm. and go, That's your last taste in your mouth. Welcome to the wild card round. You said
0: in there that his film was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. First it was ball. worse. Eagles.
2: Woo, woo. woo! It was worse than it showed on TV. There was people open everywhere. He did not. The the, the thing that annoys me about Eli uh, is, yeah, okay, he's played 160 something games in a row. Great, but you know, part of that is also because of the way he plays. And he left like a hundred yards and completions because he didn't want to stand there and get hit. I know a and lot that of people that show up
0: to work every day doesn't mean they do a good job.
2: Well, it's just yeah, it's just just it's just disturbing from that standpoint. So, I think Eli that is one of those games where they watch the film the next day and he was probably embarrassed going, uh, "Man, there's no doubt the rest of the offense is going, Eli sucked. That was horrible. We lost cuz of Eli."
0: I have a question. When you watched so, the film, did throwing to Victor Cruz on second and third down with the game on the line look better or did it make even less sense when you went back and watched?
2: Well, it? there was a little <laughs> The game planning thing that drove me crazy about the game is you guys played like two defenses the whole game. You played cover two and two man. So you had two safeties back. That's why they couldn't throw the ball deep to Odell. And that's why some of the times they doubled Odell and played like quarters or something else on the other side that favored the Victor Cruz conversation. So I wasn't mad necessarily because of that. But again, it goes back to our main point with the Giants like can we motion Odell move him like dudes let's just make him the guy over there let's do something Study to get him tape the football of how they
0: use Antonio Brown but they abandoned the run
2: that's the the thing that drove me crazy and Paul Perkins was running well I mean, they went the third quarter, they threw it every play like they were down by 30 points. Yeah. I don't really understand. And then they would run the ball for nine yards and then not run it again for 10 more plays. Uh, I realize that we didn't get
1: to uh, Twitter questions. Let's do that. All right. So, first thing from last week, Dustin Laratonda at the Big Easy 24. Wait, wait,
2: one last thing to your friends, okay? who with a Brady system quarterback crap that they call last week. Brian Rubin at Prime Rube. Right. Prime Rube, whatever you are, whoever the hell you are, you're getting a headlock from me when you meet me. But second of all, like, no, Brady's not a system quarterback. The system quarterback makes him greater in the eyes of everybody else. That's what drives me crazy. And also the other thing what I said to you last week, like, what was it I said? I realized that the teams I root for the most are the teams that people actually think I hate the most, which is funny. Yes. And I didn't realize what you mean by that. Well, I didn't really realize it until I watched Michael Lombardi on the stupid Skip Bayless show. Right. Uh, and, they, he was saying these positive things about New England, and they go, man, you're talking positively about New England this week. That's crazy. What, what's wrong with you? And he goes, well, they're playing well, blah, blah, blah. And, it made, and I know he's rooting for New England every week, and I said, you know, that's what it is. You're more critical yes. of the teams and people you know and root for. And people think I hate Brady and New England and the that's Seattle the Seahawks all. and all that. No, I just get frustrated with him at times, and I get frustrated with the overindulgence of Bradyness at times. Yeah, I think but.
0: what you think, Brady is a great quarterback with a great system. Yes. Rodgers is a great quarterback with a crap system. Right. So if he had a great system, let's make that an even playing field. Right. That's me. But
2: I don't hate Tom Brady or the Patriots. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Dustin Laratonda at Easy 24 responding to last week's podcast. He says, no mention of Sean Lee, hashtag Pro Bowl, hashtag snub, question mark, hashtag insane, hashtag watch the tape. Sean Lee is no doubt, hashtag all pro, hashtag Pro Bowler
0: this season. (laughs) Come on, man! No, he absolutely is. We actually talked about it on the Monday episode of Facebook Live, and I I mentioned on the podcast last week that I, just I always downplay Sean Lee because I always think he's going to get hurt. Yeah, but it's tough. I mean, the two spots that were there was um, the from and and Bobby Wagner and Bobby Wagner. Right. Now, his, Sean Lee should have made it over Keekly. I Sean agree. Lee is not a better linebacker than Luke Keekley right. in general, but with the amount of games that Luke Keekley missed, right. Sean Lee should have
2: made. Yeah, I mean, what is it? Is Keekley missed last five now? Yes, right. One more than Brady, but he's going to be the MVP. All right, sorry, just going on. I don't think Brady's going to win the MVP. I, to me, when you if you if you read es anything on ESPN. That I mean, they, they, can't, they can't get it over. But it, people don't realize that everybody up at Bristol is yeah, a New England about. fan, so it drives me crazy, too. Uh, but the other thing, too, there's some good linebackers in the NFC, too. Sean Lee's not the only guy snubbed. You Falcons
0: take, have good linebackers. Yeah, you take
2: Deion Jones. What about Quan Alexander? He yes. could be pissed off. How about Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks up there in Minnesota? I mean, Man. they were phenomenal all year. It's crazy there's
0: two spots. Now, they'll all drop out, so they'll get all of them eventually. We'll yeah. be pro bowlers. Yes. I'd like Jordan Hicks to get a nod.
2: Jordan Hicks was yeah, the man this my year. My
0: friend asked, is Jordan my friend Dan asked, shouted Dan, is Jordan Hicks a building block for the Eagles?
2: Like in, in what way? Like do you build around Jordan oh, Hicks? Oh, I I don't think so, but I just think he's he's your guy for a while. You got nothing to worry about.
1: He he's a three down linebacker that does everything pretty damn well. Yeah. Okay. Sean Ostrowski, next question at S. Ostrowski. Is Green Bay the scariest team in the NFC right now?
0: Would you say Green Bay or Atlanta, Mr. Sims? Yeah,
1: uh,
2: or, or, or I, I don't know, the way Dallas has played the last I two feel weeks. like that question
0: means you, do, you don't say Dallas. I yeah, think like, okay. when you say scariest number one team is the proverbial team, that who should they be
2: scared of? Yeah, it's of? Green Bay or Atlanta. That's what it comes down to. Honestly, I think Atlanta, I, I, I want to watch that film back yet uh, from Carolina this past week, but I think Atlanta would be the team that scares me the most if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I just look at Atlanta right now, and Lefko, you know, you've heard me talk about their defense and what they're doing there. They were, again, they were phenomenal uh, against the Carolina Panthers. And I just think their offense, you know, on a given week, it's either them or New England for the most unstoppable offense in the game. They just overwhelm you with so many different things. Matt and Ryan, that's why I go with that. Matt
0: Ryan is in the same category for a lot of people as Andy Dalton, where at this time of the year I can look at you and go, that's great. Matt Ryan in the regular season yeah and and it's impossible for Matt Ryan to get out of this until he wins again in the playoffs right Our, the reason that I'm more afraid of the Packers is I don't know what Matt Ryan I'm going to get if they're down because he is he's been really good this year MVP top five guy but man when he gets hard on himself he puts himself into a hole.
2: Yeah. Well, and he's throwing it. some big INTs and some big moments. Yeah. Uh, You're not afraid of that right now? I'm not. No, I, I don't really look at it that guy? way. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, he, he beat the Seattle Seahawks in the NF, NF, uh, NFC divisional playoff game. He, they were up 17 to nothing against the 49ers in the NFC championship game that year, that same year. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you, you know, is he as gifted as some of the other great quarterbacks in football? Physically, no, he is not. Uh, can he sit there when everything is even and the defense is taking away some of the staples of the offense? Can he make plays off schedule? Maybe a little better than people realize, but still not to the extent of a you know Luck or Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or a Brady, whatever it may be. Uh, I'm not worried about that, and I'm not worried about. Their offense to me is just—it's an unstoppable force right now. It's—it's it's whatever you want to do. They can Pound it with
0: Devontae. Exactly. They could Do a sweep. They could do a they screens, could, a little deep passes. Coleman. You're right. I mean, they got Benjamin that can go deep. Yeah, yeah, they got everybody.
2: They got a lot of things. And then yeah, they—they. They, uh, yeah.
0: I, and that's why the only thing I worry about is, is the Matt mental Ryan. psyche of Matt Ryan. Sure. Because he scared me before. They also have one of the best kickers in the playoff, mm-hmm. and their defense, like you said, has been improving. Yeah. Do they have an offensive line that can handle David Irving?
2: Well, uh, they'll, they'll have issues in the run game, but the, the, see, the I feel thing, like he's
0: like my favorite pass rusher. Well, he's right amazing.
2: Now. The thing, the, but this is like the brilliance of Kyle Shanahan's offense. This is the things like people don't really take into account is, I mean, how many times has he had really good offenses without, with really average offensive yes. lines? Like, most people couldn't name you may, maybe more than one guy in Atlanta's offensive line, but yet they're the second best offense in football. They can run it down your throat because he keeps you off edge so much, too. It's hard for like DNs and D tackles all the time to just go, oh, I have to get to the spot, right? Everybody talks about the right, spot. Right, right. The spot is all over the place in Kyle's offense, so it's really hard to just pin your ears back and get after yeah, it. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, look. Look at the Browns' offensive line in 2014 to 2015. Yeah. It was, in essence, the same offensive line, and they went from, like, a great rushing team to a crap rushing team. Right. Now it's not recognizable without Alex Mack, yes. but they still had Batonio and Thomas right. and Mack, and they didn't do crap. No. He's just good at moving the spot. Exactly right. Hashtag moving the spot. Hashtag moving the spot. Next hashtag. question. Sims
1: dropped a hashtag. Hash yeah. Yeah, good old <laughs> hashtag. Leon Bakley at Leon Bakley. He asks, how far can the Raiders go without Carr, and which are the teams they definitely would lose to if they have to play them? How uh, me, far can the Raiders go without Carr, and who are they losing Sims to? Sims and
0: I talked about this yesterday. We might see a complete identity shift in the Raiders One thing that Sims had talked about before was how Carr's finger injury limited the Oakland running game because Mm -hmm. it forced them to be in shotgun. In a weird way, Matt McGloin coming in and putting him under center, they're not going to be better because you're not going to be better without Derek Carr, but you might see Latavius Murray be better. You might see Jalen Rashard be better. You might see Washington be better, and and they have the offensive line that can push people. Yes, they can.
2: Uh, Yeah, they're not as dangerous. Can they... Th- this weekend's huge. I really believe it. This is huge game.
0: And it's a Denver team that people have been able to run on.
2: Yeah, Denver. Oakland was able to run on. Exactly right. They were really one of the first teams to do it and expose it. I also think I'd just look at Denver and go, man, you know, I, I would expect them to somewhat pack it in. After that loss, Super Bowl last year. You don't think
0: that the embarrassing nature of a uh, the Poe touchdown throw is going to make them go, let's mess up the Raiders? I don't
2: know if it really will. I mean, if that was the case, then why would you start rotating Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon? Because that's mm. what they're talking about doing. So, do that. so that – that to me tells me that their mind is in a different place. They're already thinking about next year. I hope uh, not because I
0: need them to win this game from over. Oh, over-pitch. I know.
2: We talked about that on the show. Uh,
0: they, they were 8 and 4 a few weeks ago. Yep. The over under for the Broncos this season was 8.5. I believe in Vegas.
2: But the Raiders. I'm not going to get a 10. They win this week and they can get a first round bye. Yep. And all they got to do is win one home game and then you got to go to New England. Like, yeah, certainly this, the odds are against them. But uh, with that running game, okay, you're New England. You got to stop the run. Oh, okay, you want to leave one-on-one outside? McGloin is fearless. I know that from everybody you talk to out there. And you even hear it. I'm starting to hear it through the media. So everybody's kind of saying that same same type of thing. And then they, they cause turnovers on defense. Mm. Um, they they cause a lot they make a lot of plays on their defense so you're not willing
1: to say the Raiders are definitely losing to anyone because of the Derek Carr
2: I, I mean it, it, listen I would say they're definitely going to lose to the New England yep, Patriots but even with Matt McGloin going up there he's they're going to be gonna a pain in the butt they're going to
0: yeah. be a pain in the butt Quick breakdown of Matt McGloin yeah.
2: How is his deep ball It's it's okay it's better than average NFL average How is his arm strength It's like above NFL average that, How
0: is his awareness and uh, his accuracy I,
2: I think all that is pretty good his accuracy I would say is You know, he can be a little Ryan Fitzpatrick at times where you go, man, he put a lot of effort to throw that 10 yard out. Like, it looked like, but. Knowledge of Bill
0: Musgrave's offense.
2: I I think that's the one thing that uh, they made me aware of two years ago is that Musgrave was very comfortable with. That's huge. That's what we're seeing with Matt Moore right now. Exactly right. Right. So and, and that's then,
0: why we're seeing so much money going to backup quarterbacks because of situations like this. We're gonna have three backup quarterbacks at least in the playoffs. Yes, we're gonna have Savage, Matt Moore, and Matt McGloin.
2: And Were they? Did you guys see? I thought I saw a thing earlier. And that, I guess Dak. Were <laughs> they saying Derek? Yeah, right. Uh, Derek Carr might, if they got to the Super He's Bowl, could try hard. Right. Okay. He'll try and pull try a T.O. It. Right. Right. Might be able to do that at the quarterback position. All right, but
0: do you think that they can still run the offense? But again. There is,
2: they're the, going to miss third and 12, Derek Carr shuffling you know and making gonna, a guy missing and throwing a sidearm throw 30 what yards. What they're
0: going to miss the most is red zone Derek Carr. Yeah, right. Because red Same zone Derek Carr was fantastic. It is. But yeah, but I think what will be interesting to watch is let's see how the running game is with Matt McGloin and let's see if Musgrave can get a little creative with yeah. his running game. Yeah.
1: Next question from Jordan at I am junior underscore XII. Talked about this a little bit earlier, but his question is: Is Eli Manning a good enough quarterback to bring the Giants to the Super Bowl? No, that's the million-dollar question. The question
2: is: Can their defense? Can their
1: defense bring them
2: to the Super Bowl? Yeah,
1: or can Eli?
2: Is Eli capable of getting hot like he was those years to get them to the Super Bowl? That's really the big question: Is he capable of doing that type of thing? And right now, uh, if you made me bet on that, I would say no. I just I've seen no signs to think of that years.
0: I do not remember. How was he playing at the end of the year? Were well, they trending upwards? I remember one year they went, Tom Coughlin pulled out. Ugh, I'm thinking of Jim Fossil. He pulled out the guarantee. Yeah, But, I mean, were they hot at the end of those years of well, the, the regular season?
2: The one year in 2007, they played New England the last game. game of the year. I was at the and game. they put up, like, 50 they points. They put up, like, 27 or 30. I mean, Brady had to throw a late touchdown <laughs> pass yes, to right, Randy Moss. Boss. Right, Um to go undefeated and perfect for their season, yes, he did. He he. They went on a good note on that year, 2011. Look up who they played the last game of the year, 2011. They went. They beat uh, Atlanta at home in the wild card game. Then they went to Green Bay, and then they
1: went to San Francisco, which was a really impressive run. So, 2011, they beat the Jets in Week 16, and right. then they beat the Cowboys in Week 17. So they went
2: on fire. The Jets game. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on.
1: No, you're no, right. no, I'm right. Yeah, the Jets, Jets game Jets that was the Victor Cruz 90 yard touchdown that really changed
2: their offense around and changed them. Uh, and so he went into that. Cruz had 164 well.
1: yards week 16 and right. 178 yards Man. against and Dallas. Those there two wins, 17.
0: those two wins were coming off. They went one and three in the games before that. Yeah, too. they were. I
1: mean, they were uh, one, seven and one, seven. Five. Right? They were seven
2: and seven and ended up nine and seven. That's what's crazy about those Giants teams. It really yep. is. Seven and seven. That's what's crazy about the Eli, like, again, the Eli Hall of Fame. Com- I, I had this conversation on the radio a lot last week when I was doing Boomer and Carden. Just, It's amazing how many people think Eli's a slam dunk only because of the two Super Dude, Bowls. Dude, I literally but cannot to the talk to people fame. that
0: just bring up two Super Bowls. I right. can't talk to you. It's,
2: Come on. doesn't matter. It's the people that vote for it think it, too. That's what's the problem. They're going to vote for it, and he's going to go in, even though... It's hard to look at Eli in any year of his career and go, he was definitely a top-ten quarterback in football this year. There might be one or two years, definitely never a top-five. So to say you're never really a top-ten or you're a borderline top-ten every year of your career, and yet you're going to go to the Hall of Fame, that does not make sense to me, but that's just the world we live in.
1: Peter Edwards at Peter E 1995 He wants to know, will teams be more likely to rest players after seeing injuries to Carr, Mariota, etc., or will it not be a factor?
0: It's sort of the old, you see a team get upset at 1 o'clock, and the teams at 4 and 8 o'clock try harder. But this is the injury. Derek Carr, Mariota, what do you think? Well, First uh, answer that question. Will other injuries impact coaches to sit players? For the
2: teams that have absolutely nothing to play for, sure. Well,
0: like Pittsburgh's not playing Ben, Le'Veon, Antonio, but with the teams...
2: Like a Dallas Cowboys, listen, I think they're going to do a lot what they did last week. They're going to throw out Ezekiel Elliott, a few plays here, or there. He gets 12, 15 carries.
0: Well, like, even then, Tyron Smith came up Olympic.
2: Yeah, I, it, it's football. It's a physical sport. There's nothing you can do. Uh, I would err on more... And I I'd rather play my guys and risk it that way rather than be a team like Dallas and go, oh, okay, now my young football team. You don't have to play meaningful football for three weeks, and then you're going to play a team that's going to come into town and be Crazy. pissed off, mad as hell. Right, so need, to- I experienced that with my Tennessee Titans team. That's what happened to us mean, we were thirteen and three. We're the first seed in the in the in the uh, AFC playoffs. We didn't play a meaningful game the last two games of the year. We lost an Indy twenty seven nothing in week seventeen. Then we couldn't play the wild card game, and then all of a sudden the Baltimore Ravens came in the divisional playoff game. And they smacked us in the mouth a few times. And we turned the ball over three times inside the 20-yard line. And you go, oh, crap. They were in a really tough game last week. And they were ready to go this week. And we came out here just, we're the number one seed. Look at us run on the field.
0: And all of a sudden, home. we're losing. Yeah. Right. What was the record of the Patriots when you worked there?
2: Uh, the year in 2012, I believe that year, we, we went to the AFC Championship game. We lost to the Ravens Did they have in that a buy. Game. We did. We had a okay, bye. So
0: how did Bill handle it? During that time, and I'm Look not up, yeah. I'm not talking about playing. With, during that bye week, with yes. the guys in the facility, what were they doing? Yes. What is what did Bill do? What got, was he
2: asking? Yeah, for? Yeah, good, great question. Uh, the 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 thing, <laughs> the Bill, we had full padded practices that week off, so he got the guys in full pads. I want to say like maybe Thursday and Friday of the wild card weekend, going into that weekend, and we had a pretty physical. You know, semi full contact practice. Do you he, remember
0: looking at it and going, "Oh, this is a little unusual."
2: I remember just going, and I remember going, "This is smart." Like we 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 haven't had to play. Who was the end of the year? Who did we play at the end of that 2012 season? So
1: 2012 Patriots schedule. Uh, you played Jacksonville in Week 16. You right. won 23-16. Right. And then we did play Mi- Miami Week 17 and won 28 nothing.
2: 28 nothing. We played well. I remember that playing well. Jacksonville. We went down there and we did not play all that well. It was kind of a sloppy
1: game. And you uh, lost Week 15 to San Francisco. 4134. So that, oh.
0: that week off, though. Yes. They were they in there studying film too? Were they there the whole time, or do they get free time? They
2: get some free time. The players, yeah. Like, okay, you play that game Sunday. I think maybe Monday or Tuesday made them come in watch the film. That's like all they had to do. Lift weights the next day. It might have been the same thing. Like, come in. Let's watch for the next yeah. opponent. Let's get another good solid workout. And then we had a full uh, a few days of real practice. And then I think he gave the guys off maybe Saturday and Sunday. Like I think so we, they hit Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I think we practiced lightly on Wednesday. Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, watch the games. Watch the games. Right, come
0: in Monday, you know exactly who you're going to exactly, face.
2: Right. And that was that week stunk for me. I was going to say, how much work are you I doing? I had to get ready for every playoff team there was, except for like the five seed. Because NFC was the one also team. or just AFC? Just the AFC. As we got closer to the Super Bowl, then I had to get worried about the NFC. Like so I, you
0: had every single team, except for the ones that was mathematically not possible for and, you to play.
2: And the team we broke down the most and expected to Play that year, damn. I think it was the Bengals. I remember Bill going, like, there's no way the Bengals are going to lose this game in a wild card game. And I had to prepare, I prepared like we were going to play the Bengals as the team I did the most work on and went for nothing. Yeah, they lost. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's you, to me, that's the big thing. You have to have some true physical practices uh, leading up to that real game. I would think people don't. I do. I think some teams are a little scared to go full board. They might say, let's put. Let's put the sh- the shoulder pads and the helmets on, yes. and maybe do some like let's let's pop and hit, but not wrap or bring anybody to the yes. ground. It's not full contact, and uh, yeah, I do. I think there's some I things just, that don't I would do that.
0: love to compare the schedules of coaches with each other. I'd right. love to see the minute by minute of
2: what, like Pete Carroll in Seattle. I bet you they don't hit. I bet you they don't. He just wants. He's his whole thing is energy, 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 compete. Let's be so healthy and fresh on Sunday that you guys can go out there and play like wild maniacs is what their defense does, basically. Yeah. It shows. Uh But he's instilled that physicality in his team throughout the year. That it might not matter as much. It might not. You know, it's just the way he coaches the team. But you can do it either way. All right,
0: so my question with the Dallas Cowboys, which everyone's talking about right now, I am shocked and I'm confused by them giving Mark Sanchez second-half snaps over Tony Romo. It makes me think of two questions. One, is Tony Romo not ready? because I don't know why you don't play him, because the man needs reps. Oh, he's played this long. Okay, look, he went out there, and before he got hurt in the Seattle game, which I know was like the third play, didn't the game look a little fast for old Tony Romo? Did. Look, I know that he's Tony Romo, and I know that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL when he's healthy, but I think he needs reps. So my first thought is maybe Tony's not ready. And the second question is, If you're legitimately concerned that Tony Romo is going to play well after seeing what Dak's done the last two weeks, that your fan base is going to be clamoring for him, I don't think that's the case. I think Jerry Jones has a Tony Romo problem. I think that Jerry Jones is so obsessed and so romantic about this person that he can't even see him out there. The, the sight of him alone is going to bring back nostalgia and energy. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me why, if he's your backup, you don't play him in the backup situation here. It's, it's crazy to me.
2: I, I'm with you. I don't My
0: first notion is the one I think is right. I don't think Tony Romo is healthy right now. Mm. Why else would he not play, Chris?
2: I, I don't know. I certainly would play him, too. I mean, Dak Prescott hurts his ankle in the divisional playoff game, and maybe you need Tony Romer to start the NFC Championship game, something like that. You want him to be ready to go and have a few reps under his belt. Conspiracy uh, theory. I also I think it's the second thing. I really do. At the end of the day, I just don't think they want to deal with the Media attention and all those. I don't want. It's I don't. Funny think they, when you
0: play Mark Sanchez to avoid media attention. Yeah, well, I think they don't want. I don't think
2: they want to even have those questions arise in their players' minds in the game. Oh, Tony comes in the second half this week and throws three touchdowns. The second in the second half, right? And we go. Oh, great. He and then, has already held a then, press
0: conference
2: in which he has said Dak is the guy. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's not about what he says. It's then you put that well, but, into the minds of your team and you put it into the minds of the fan base, and they don't want do to deal really with that. Do you really think the team would look at Tony Romo throwing touchdowns and would go, ooh? I think if the divisional playoff game, and they're down 21-7, to and Dak Prescott's thrown three interceptions the first half, yes, I do, Yes. They're going to go. If it was twenty-one a to seven
1: worth of success, I think be, uh, the
2: players are stupid for the most part. You're putting too be much in the players, right? It can be They're twenty-one be to all, seven. Wait, We got to win this week. Maybe we should go with Tony right now.
0: Twenty-one to seven. Dak has thrown three interceptions in the first half. Yeah. Would you make the switch to Tony no, Romo? I would okay. not. That's yeah. all I'd ask. Um, yeah. The other question, the other conspiracy theory I have. I have one this. more Twitter
1: question after this. Okay, I, I got gotcha. you. Know. My
0: conspiracy theory is: Where are they playing? Philly. Troy Aikman's career ended at the hands of the Eagles. Oh. <laughs> Michael Irvin's career
2: ended at the hands of the I know you're crazy I know you think I'm crazy. Well, and then he broke his collarbone there last year. Dun,
0: dun, dun. And they are sacrificing Mark Sanchez, who is going to be booed mercilessly at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles. If there's one division rival that's not going to let him off the hook with an easy Week 17 game, it's going to be Fletcher Cox, who destroyed the Cowboys at first. He played a great game. Eagles had that game. We're up 10. I think the Eagles are going to really, really go hard. And I think that he's a little bit worried. He's probably been there for those games of guys getting hurt. the Eagles and the Cowboys, the kicker, the body bag game was Eagles-Cowboys. There is a history of Cowboys getting hurt, and I wonder if there's even a little bit. Well, what is
2: what is the Dallas Cowboys, what are they on the, uh, you know, what do I want to say? How much on the hook for if Tony Romo played and got hurt, hurt his back again? Are they on the hook for a huge Tony Romo contract next year? Yeah, probably. I would think that's really probably part of the conversation as well man cuz they're
1: going to have to be renegotiating re- that anyway.
2: I mean, he's definitely making plus $20 million I would think for next year. So, if he got hurt and hurt his back to where
1: Tony uh, is slotted to make in 2017 14 million in base salary and he's owed 5 million off his signing bonus, so he is a 24.7 million dollar cap hit. Right. Uh, with his there's another bonus as well in there. So that would be scary. That
2: I would think that might play into it too. Like well, why why do it? Uh, and maybe have him go on IR with back issues where he can't become a free agent, and then they're on the hook for the money. Uh, by
0: the way, in terms of the Dallas takeaway watch, remember the statistic from a few weeks ago, right. that the, every team that's participated in the Super Bowl has had 24 regular season takeaways. The Cowboys, they who were down or at like 11, this week? Or they they're get... at 20. 20. They need four turnovers against the Eagles to meet that mark. Other playoff teams that have hit 24, just to... Fill us in from where we were. Hashtag Lefkoe stats. Oakland has 29. Kansas (laughs) City has 31. Atlanta and New England are both at 21. So they each need three turnovers. Mm. Um, Dallas is at 20. Green Bay has hit 24. Washington's at 21. Pittsburgh's at 19. So not so fast in throwing Pittsburgh in there. Seattle's only at 17, which is crazy for Seattle. Think about that. Think about a team that has prided themselves on that. The Giants are at twenty-two, so they're two away. Houston, sixteen. Yeah,
2: not looking good. You wouldn't think that,
0: no. Uh, and I think that's the only other playoff man. Teams.
2: So if we have a Dallas-New England Super Bowl. It's going to buck the trend, possibly on both both teams, which could possibly be because they're both really efficient offenses. I just feel like every year we come clock. into the
0: playoffs crowning the number one seeds, and mm. it's just it never happens any year,
2: any year. Yeah, I mean the number one seed won the Super Bowl last year. Denver? Yeah, they played the other number one seed. Who was the other number one seed? Carolina Panthers? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Never Anyways. happens. <laughs> back to the Twitter questions here. <laughs> Denver Last... was number one? Yeah, they were. Of course Home they field did. advantage? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last question that I have moving away from the playoff team. immediately regret that coming. <laughs> 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 Going back to how teams approach week 17, Gabriel De Leon at Gabe underscore De Leon wants to know, would it make? Uh, would it not make more sense to start Hackenberg over Fitzpatrick this Sunday? For I don't the Jets? think
0: people realize how bad of a pick Christian Hackenberg Thank was you, yes. in the second round. Yeah, I mean, I asked Sims yesterday who was a worse pick, Roberto Aguayo or Hackenberg, <laughs> and he said that Hackenberg makes Aguayo look like a pro bowler. Yeah,
1: <laughs> really? Yes.
2: Hackenberg's got. They don't want to embarrass themselves. They know Hackenberg's going to get embarrassed by being out there. It can be like this type of performance that will really ruin his career. Uh, People go, oh, what's
0: one start going to do? If he throws multiple interceptions and throws passes like he did in the preseason that aren't even in the field of play, at least we can say now, oh, those were preseason interceptions. Those those don't count. He was working out the kinks. They don't want to put
2: bad tape of this guy out there because this is how – GMs get fired. Yeah, they throw. He throws four interceptions and throws for thirty five percent. Everybody, the whole offseason is going. Oh, that Hackenberg pick was stupid, especially up here in New York. So you get killed for it. There's no way he'd be ready. He's been the third string quarterback all year long. Really, the fourth string quarterback. It's so He's funny. He's been getting no practice reps for in his defense. None. Wow. Not even with the scout team until probably just recently. It's funny that so, every
0: week they trade not. They try not to play Fitz, and every week you see him warming up on the sidelines. There he comes,
2: the, the old Fitzinator. You know,
0: you know what for 12 million dollars he's been their starting quarterback their backup quarterback the quarterback is never going to play and and he's third had, yeah it's been incredible I mean he's really he's been a
2: three time quarterback it's incredible it's all I got for Twitter Yeah, questions. you can't play Hackenberg though like they're not going to play Hackenberg and you know the Jets are one of those teams you know he's he wants to end the year off on somewhat of a positive note he's hoping he can steal a win yep from the Buffalo Bills the three open
0: gigs right now in the NFL are Buffalo Jacksonville and LA am I right to think that uh Jacksonville's the best of those three in terms of of other uh, teams
2: yes I do I think I, that would be my number one what
0: are the realistic coaches that could lose their job if their team gets embarrassed
2: uh I, I well I think San Diego is gonna he's gonna lose his job you think so for sure I, I do I would have put I, I really thought Rex would which lose is his crazy because I go
0: wow you you don't give your quarterback you don't give your coach Joey Bosa for the first three weeks meanwhile he's got like 10 sacks in 11 games Yeah. And if you would have won two or three of those, right now you're seven and nine, eight and eight.
2: Yeah, I know, and it, it is crazy. So you think Mike McCoy could be done? Mike McCoy done. Okay,
0: yes. uh, if the Colts lose to the Jaguars,
2: Pagano. I don't think, for some reason, I have no reason to think this, and I don't even know any rumors or anything. I don't know why, but I don't think Pagano's going to leave. I, okay. think, I, I think Pugano's any safe. Any chance
0: that Marvin Lewis or Jim Harbaugh? Uh, Marvin uh, Harbaugh. Lewis was my question.
2: I don't know. Marvin, I, I could see that being a mutual of parting ways. That's the one thing I always hear through, like, you know, the gray grapevines of the NFL is that Marvin is also, like, for the last few years has been like, oh, you want to fire me because I only want to the- go to the wild card game? Go ahead. I- in fact, I'll leave. And I've always heard that since. And I was like, no, 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 please come back. Yeah. So uh, I don't think Marvin's is in love with them, as people think, they, either.
0: They, the, the Bengals' relationship with their coach, it's a stale marriage. It, it's been going on for this long, and they go, why end it now? What do I have to look forward to? Well, what, what is going to be better? And then exactly? they look at Andy Reid and the Chiefs probably, and they go, man, when they, you remember when the Eagles want to
2: move on from him? I mean, come on. what's we, we, Exactly right. Like, First of all, people aren't beating the door down to go work for the Browns and work in Cincinnati. I mean, that's it's looked at Bengals. as one of the lesser Bengals.
0: Yeah, there's no free... I mean, when's the last time they've really signed big free agents? No, they usually
2: don't spend a ton of it's money. It's been like
0: Michael Johnson who left and then went, I might as well go back. Todd Bowles is going to be the interesting one. Yeah, do you think if Todd Bowles gets embarrassed by the If they lose the like bills,
2: 30 to 10, I think he could be in trouble. I think they could be because
0: if you lose to EJ Manuel, yes. that's really embarrassing. If you lost to Tyrod, I get it. They're a better
2: team. They're 7-8. and eight. Um, Chip Kelly is the other one. Chip Kelly. I think Chip Kelly is definitely on the hot seat. I don't know how you can really sit there and run the 49ers organization and go, oh, you know, we're definitely sold on Chip. He's the guy going forward. I guess the
0: only question that I have with those teams is – I, I put more blame on Trent Bauke than I do on Chip Kelly because mm-hmm. it's Chip's first year. Mm-hmm. I look at the Colts. I put more blame on Ryan Grigson yep. than I do on Pagano. Yep. I look at the Jets, and I go, man, the team just th- – that one I actually put on Bulls because I think they had the talent. But I also look at the quarterback and go, you yeah. guys relied on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. You I didn't know. pursue anything else. Right. Um, and then I look at this situation currently in Buffalo, and I – I know that I saw the reports today that Anthony Lynn is the favorite to get the Buffalo job. Mm. I'm going to be honest. If I could advise Anthony Lynn, so hey, Anthony, I hope you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> I would turn down the job. And, and here's why. Yeah, I know there's 32 jobs in the NFL, and I know that it's harder to get a head coaching job than it is to get a seat on the Senate, right. which is crazy. Right. But let's be honest. Doug Marone didn't like this job enough that he took a $5 million out clause because the ownership changed to try and coach somewhere else. They're making a business decision to not play Tyrod and force in the, in the prove-it game for your interim coaching tenure, EJ Manuel, when you have made a custom offense for Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. You have an ownership that, Look, most owners have no idea what they're doing. The Pagulas are in there. they got a hockey team. They don't know what they're doing. So whoever's advising them, they might be being advised by Doug Whaley. Doug Whaley is one of the worst GMs of the NFL. So I look at it like this. I, I said on the podcast jokingly. If I was an NFL franchise, I would go to Belichick and I would offer him $30 million a year. I would offer Belichick $30 million a year. Make it something that he would have a hard time passing down. Because, look, I think a coach is that much more important. And I look at why do the Seahawks work? Because it's an open-door policy between Pete Carroll and the GM there, Schneider. I look at the Patriots. It's because Belichick and the ownership there, look, it's an open-door policy. Yeah. Why would you want to coach a franchise with a GM that is force-feeding a bad quarterback like EJ Manuel down your throat, that is constantly making bad GM decisions, that, is, that is, has the ear, apparently, of an ownership group that doesn't know what they're talking about, Anthony Lynn, you said this before, is a great offensive mind. Yeah. I would take Jacksonville over it. I would take the Rams over it. Why would you want to coach in Buffalo where you have to go up against the Patriots two times a year, a talented crop of Dolphins who it looks like they're on the rise, and Adam Gase could be one of the best coaches in the NFL? And you're gonna to want to coach that job in Buffalo where you're probably not getting free agents anywhere? I think Buffalo is secretly one of the worst jobs in the NFL if Doug Whaley is still there. I would advise Anthony Lynn, don't take the job. It's, Am I
2: crazy? It, well, it's 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 tough. I mean, I think you just you put yourself First of all, like listen, I'm not a huge fan of Doug Whaley. I'm not gonna say he's the worst GM in football. They got a lot of good players up there. There's, they do have some good he's pieces. He's done well. Now he's done stupid stuff at the quarterback position. You know why I don't like him? So that's the there's issue always there.
0: rumors coming out of
2: Buffalo. There, there
0: is There's always there's always inside scoops. Well, guess who the, the constant has been there for the last few years? Yeah. Doug Whaley. Look, I, I the GMs are the ones that let that got loose lips. When they need a story out there, it's typically like a GM that's out there pushing a narrative. They're usually the We're trying out E.J. E. Manuel. He's played 27 games. He can't play quarterback. The most he's been used this year is on third right, and short But to the run.
2: right decision is to sit Tyra Taylor. If you're running an organization, so that's the right thing. I know. They can run the same offense with E.J. Manuel. They, I mean, yes, he is athletic, but th- that's what they'll do. But Doug Whaley... I get it i 'm okay, just saying the big thing you have to, the big thing you have to deal with just in that conversation to put yourself in a head coach 's shoes like you said there 's only thirty two of them so you, you want when you get your chance you want to take it also yeah the the internal uh, internal battle that these guys have with themselves is exactly what you 're saying they 're also looking at it going man. If I get this, I'm really probably only going to get one shot. Yes. And if it doesn't work, I don't get another shot. It's
0: Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong was an assistant for 27 years before he took the Louisville job. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason was he didn't want to go to a place that was going to fail. Because if you fail that first time, there's not a lot of Belichicks that fail with the Cleveland Browns. Even he had to become an assistant coach, and he had to be this excellent one to come back six years later. Mm -hmm. You get branded as a losing coach? Because sure. we talked about it. That's what goes on your tombstone. Yes. So my question is if the if Whaley comes to the Pagulas, come to him and said, Anthony, congratulations, you beat the Jets thirty to ten with EJ Manuel. We'd like to offer you the job. Can he realistically look at them and go, I'd like to take this interview with
1: Jacksonville in LA? I'd like to take an interview with the Jets? Can he do that? Probably not. Probably. I mean, that, that's a question that applies to people across the board when they're offered jobs. As always, whenever you go into an interview and they offer it to you, eh, I would like to see something else. I want to go other places. And people always have to make decisions no, like I, that. Because the, the natural thing then as an interviewee, you go,
0: I'd like some time to right. think about again, it. Right? it and you hit goes, up your agent and go, I need to talk to these teams tomorrow.
2: Yeah. But it just, but they're going to go, them. no, we can't wait. We right. want to move. Right. They're not. It's just, you know, it's again, he's just going to have to make this decision on his gut and go with it. Man. That's really all there is. Because, okay, you don't take the job and you go, you know what, I'll wait till next year. Okay, where are you going to be next year? Where is he going to go? I don't know. Is he going to go somewhere and definitely be the OC somewhere? Because, you know, a lot of times, guys like this, they end up getting screwed and have to go back to being running backs coach or something like that for a year or two, mm-hmm. which is a bunch of bull crap. Or they go somewhere else to become an OC oh, you know, here, you get to go with, like, the Rams and deal with that dysfunctional team. And then your your offense is, like, 27th in football. And they go, see, he's not a good offensive coordinator. We can't give him a head coaching job. So yeah. that's where it becomes really tough. It's, and the it's the a legitimately question. And the thing is, too, question. is,
0: look, look, the Bills are a very talented team. They really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look. you got LaShawn McCoy, Sammy Watkins. you got good, good offensive line. You have talent on the defensive yeah. side. Yeah. Um, but man, I just—I think it's one of those organizations where I like to work for good bosses. I don't I, like I don't to know work. anything
2: about him, Pagula. So I don't really know what, what his deal is in well, general. I mean, most owners don't know so, what the
0: heck
1: they're talking.
2: No, about. It, it doesn't. It's really just about whether he gives you the confidence and resources, and is not looking over your shoulder with every move, which he certainly didn't show that with Rex. But Rex is a guy that I think we've seen needs somebody looking over his shoulder at every move, or he'll do dumb stuff. You think he could be a DC or you think he's going to be a TV commenter? I think he's going to be a TV commenter. Um, if he's smart, he should do the John Gruden. So I, I think that's be a what he'll TV do. commenter
0: and then be out of the game for so long that people are like, "What about Rex? What about Rex? What about yeah, Rex?" Yeah,
2: right. But I don't, you know, he, he won't get as much demand. No, he's not going to get as much demand as John. I do think he's going to try to go back and coach. I, I do think he's the type of guy that can be somebody's DC if he respects the head coach and the DC. Ba- I mean, the head coach basically said, "Rex, come in here, do your defense. That's all you got to worry about. That's all there is to it." I, I don't think his ego is too big to not do that. I also think TV and then waiting for maybe even a college job i, I could see rex ryan doing college because i think he's got the personality to recruit he's a rah rah guy and do that right exactly right i, I think he could probably make that work i don't know if he'd want to he's not going to definitely get the coach's defense quite the way he wants it. he's going to have to be a lot more simple yep. which is going to be frustrating to him uh but uh, i do think he'll toss that around
0: i'd still like to see him on the patriots
2: yeah, that, I mean the, the way they got beat up in the run game last week is disappointing. I mean, they they that oh, was, the Bills that was that was a joke. They didn't tackle. They didn't tackle. I mean, guys like Shaq Lawson and Lorenzo Alexander. And, and like and, you
0: said to me yesterday, you said you said Lefco, They had ten people on the field. Yes, that's right. ten. Yeah, owners can count to eleven. All right, let us do. Guaranteed to lose.
1: It's week 17. We can do GTL first. Yeah. Do I mess up every week? You just ask me every week, and I change the answer every week. Okay.
0: Guaranteed to lose.
1: What's his record on the year? He is thirty-eight and ten on the year because last week <gasps> the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. Browns won their first game of the year. I picked them to win in our uh, betting league. Round of applause for Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. So yeah. Now you're thirty-eight and ten. So uh,
0: someone asked me today, uh, was it really that big of a deal? I said, yes, it's a big deal. I said, how is Hugh Jackson going to look at them in the locker room next year and go, trust me, guys. They're go, we didn't win a game under you. Yep. At least you go, hey, remember that one game we won? Let's build on that. Yeah. And they could win again this week with Pittsburgh sitting everybody. They could, yeah. Cost themselves
1: a draft pick. Do you remember yeah. which teams you picked, Sims, or do you need uh, me to help I'm you out? I'm
2: trying to figure that out right now. I think I remember some of them. The first one I know that's going to lose... Who if is it? You're going Wing. to San Francisco. Yeah, the Seahawks are going to bust that ass. I would think so. The Seahawks got to be. Just, the Seahawks have not been playing good football, so they they got to go into the the playoffs with some. Uh, that
0: is the perfect team to build confidence.
2: Yes, against. exactly right. Especially for your offense. Everything in your
0: offense is going to click.
2: I would think so. So I I think that um, it, it's still the Seahawks. I do think they win the game. I think I picked them to win like twenty-one to nine. In general. Sam, uh, I'm very excited to bet against the Seahawks
0: when they make the playoffs. Don't tell people because I don't want the line
2: to get messed up. Don't worry. Everybody will vote for them. It's the unbelievable. Seahawks. Like, what's the line for
0: this week? Like, eight and a half, nine it, and it a half? It is. It's something like that, right? Seahawks nine and a half. at home. They get so much love.
2: Yeah. And this game's in San Fran, though. This I'm just saying, right.
0: in general, they might get a home game in the playoffs. Yeah.
2: They're a different team. But uh, we're going. Next team. Guaranteed. Guaranteed to lose. To lose. If you have a Kings. whale's vagina, you're going to lose. Yeah, San, San Diego Oh he's got to go back and type He's like oh I gotta, uh, yeah San Diego Kansas City Exactly right Dysfunction Your coach is going to get fired Might be the last te- time you play a game In San Diego in general And the Kansas City Chiefs c- Can still get the number two seed so, And they're not going to know Because the Raiders are playing at the same Man, time
0: who is going to want the San Diego job Oof. Why would you want a team oh, Very talented team Yeah you have a team that a franchise that is in turmoil. They don't know what city they're going to be in. They haven't shown a lot of loyalty to their coaches. They're extremely cheap. They try and nickel and dime their first-round picks. And you have a quarterback who's on his way out who, let's be honest, I, I love Phillip Rivers. Doesn't take coaching that well. Kind of goes out there and does what it wants.
2: Yeah, it wasn't his best year. That's for sure. He made a lot of mistakes. I, you know, that's a. It's but they're a,
0: very talented. But that's another position with not a lot of power. If you're the coach, no. a lot of
2: things up in the air. No, but if a guy like Sean Payton gets traded to the San Diego Chargers, he'll, he will g- granted that power. I, I think that ga- that team is could he bring be, Drew Brees with him. I think it's going to be a hair more uh, appealing than people people realize. I think well, people, you get to live in San Diego. Well, you, you have Melvin Gordon. Great. You have Philip Rivers at Bosa. the end of his career. You have young receivers. Keenan Allen, if you he have comes young, healthy. Tight end. Tyrell Williams looks good. Hunter Henry. Secondary's good. They've invested a lot. Good in middle, middle line. linebackers. Yeah, it, it's one of those teams, just from a football standpoint, even my coaching friends that I've talked to, I think everybody's got their eye on San Diego. But you're also
0: playing the Chiefs Raiders and Broncos twice a year. Well,
2: that's right. So you so you're can, you can't you can't you can't cancel out everything. You can't go. well, oh, I'm the AFC East and then the AFC West. I'm staying out of that. Yeah, there, so. that's
0: why I look at Jacksonville so, and I look at Jacksonville and L.A. and I go, Oh, the Seahawks are crumbling under their salaries, So you're telling me that L.A. could be available and then Ooh, and they're probably gonna fire their GM. And Jacksonville, you get to play in the AFC South.
2: Jacksonville, I get L.A. Listen, that's gonna be a lot on whether you like that you like that, quarter, that quarterback or not.
0: Ooh, you know that Sims refer to him as that quarterback which means he wouldn't take the job
2: that quarterback he would not I would not take the job no I would not Rams would not be my favorite job I don't want to deal with it that's hookable content don't want to de- and I,
0: you're right I do think Kroenke is the dirtiest guy in NFL yeah
2: I don't I'm not Kevin Demoff has no business running an NFL franchise I've, I've been around Kevin Demoff to know that he knows nothing about the sport so why is he calling the shots would be troubling because,
0: to me because because of his daddy because okay i'm done
2: <laughs> um uh, next team
0: guaranteed to lose oh they got nothing to play
2: for they got Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Ooh. Miami Dolphins, not number one. Uh, yeah, I'm. Dolphins are going to lose. They they have nothing to really play for. The New England Patriots are a team. I think they're not going to make the same mistake as last year. They're going. They've
0: talked about it all offseason. Right.
2: So they're going to go and play hard. Uh, whether he pulls some guys out late in the fourth quarter, sure. But the Dolphins literally. They should be smart. Don't overrun J.H.I.A. Oh. Take guys like Tunzel out of the game early. Brandon Albert. Uh, they they really have nothing to gain out of this situation. So I expect them to take a lot of people off the field after halftime.
0: So you play the – who is the backup quarterback in Miami right now?
2: Oh, uh, right now. Mm, that's a good question. i got to actually look that up. I'm not even sure. The only
0: reason I say that is, yeah, it's, it's nice to say take out your offensive line, but you're just going to leave Matt Moore back there to get pounded?
2: No, they're probably going to take Matt Moore out too. Um, I'm going to look that TJ up. TJ Yates. Oh, that's right. The old Yates down God, there. God just
0: can't stay away from the playoffs. If you Ooh, got TJ Yates on baby, your roster, he is going. in the playoffs. All right, now it is time for Sims' top five quarterbacks after Week 16 of the NFL season. Whoa. Starting off with number five. Number five. Number,
2: number five. five, number, five. Number, five. Uh, number five. I haven't watched this film yet, but I watched like the 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 game pretty Kurt pretty Kessins. closely live. No, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was. Uh, a baller in a game where they certainly struggled early, but then they needed him to make every play possible to come back, and he Russell did. Russell
0: Wilson went 29-45 of for 350, four
2: touchdowns and no interceptions yeah, for a
0: quarterback was... rating of 117.8. Man, 8.
2: I made some big-time throws, whether it was to lock it down the left sideline. How many times the do you middle?
0: think he targeted Doug Baldwin? 14. 19. Wow. 13 catches well, for 171. And wow.
2: That, that was the one thing, man. Doug Baldwin caught that one ball on the left sideline and turned it up and ran away from, I can't remember, who uh, Williams. I was shocked. I was like, wow, Doug's got a little more rocket up his butt than Doug, I thought.
0: Doug turns into a different player this time of the year.
2: Number four. Number, Number four. Four. Four, 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 four. 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 Fibula. 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 Four. Four.
0: DeMarcus four, four, Ware fibula, just fibula, got fibula. placed on the IR quote could be the end of his career. Yeah. Well, how many weeks of alignment? Shame right. Right. Exactly four, right. 4 4 fibula 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 fibula. Derek Carr. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Is this like an honorary so I mean before?
2: I uh, listen I thought he was pretty amazing though in the time he was in there. I mean they were 19 up... points in the second quarter. Right. I mean how many
0: Derek Carr went 21 of 31
2: for 232 three touchdowns for a quarterback
0: rating of 122.
2: Thank you. I mean really I mean I can remember maybe one or two completions over the middle where people were open but how many completions did you see where the guys were like all over Crabtree or Cooper and he just dropped it in there and made yeah. some unreal throws. I thought I'm still I'm heartbroken about the Derek Carr situation. I really am. It
0: changes the whole playoffs. It really does. It ruins it. Number
2: three, 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 three. three, three, three. It rhymes with Brady. D D D D. Brady. Tom Brady. Oh Tom Brady? yeah, oh, hey, Tom Brady. You guys are good.
1: You guys are good. You system could have said quarterback.
2: Shady. Shady. But he, he doesn't
1: play quarterback. System <laughs> quarterback. What? <laughs> Sorry.
2: Uh, Brady, that game was a beatdown. I mean, the a beatdown. I I I'm just putting it because of because of the beatdown. Tom big Brady down went down the seventeen field.
0: to twenty-seven for two fourteen for three touchdowns for a quarterback rating of one twenty-four point six.
2: Yeah, I mean, even like this little scramble and throw downfield. That's the one thing I'm really loving about Tom Brady this year is he's actually having games. This is old Tom Brady. Seventeen completions for over two hundred something yards. That means they're throwing the ball down the field aggressively, and he's completing it. That's what I'm really enjoying about watching Tom Brady more than now. Uh, number two. Number two. Rookie, 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 rookie. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Number yeah. Two, two. Yeah, I, I just, again, Dak. boy was he sensational? Yeah, and the same thing. 15 completions for 212 yards. I mean, it wasn't like he was throwing dink and dunk, dink and dunk stuff. Uh, Prescott, I've been just... I've been ultra impressed the last two weeks. 15
0: of 20 for two, twelve, three three touchdowns for a quarterback
2: rating of 148.3. Damn, that's unreal. Uh, but yeah, I just think in general, I've been so impressed with him. Uh, the way he's bounced back since that Sunday night loss to the Giants. And again, you guys know me. I'm just more about the quality of throws, the pace of the football, the spirals of the football. All those things uh, have been much more impressive the last two weeks. And his willingness to throw the ball into some tight windows. I think he got a little infatuated at one point during the year with his numbers and being careful and not turning the ball over. And he was turning down NFL open receivers – and finding easier completions, is fine against the bet the, the lesser teams in yes. football,
1: but that was not going to work against. Got to make of these you laugh a little bit that four weeks ago we were talking about is Dak an MVP candidate. Three weeks ago it was should they bench Dak and bring in Tony Romo, and it, now we're back to Dak is on fire. I, I know, know it I know. shows
0: you one that people still don't realize how good the Giants' defense is yep. too. Yes, uh, he targeted Des five times, Cole Beasley five times, Williams four times, Witten four times. Yeah. That's what I like. Uh huh. He's not targeting the same guy.
2: No, he is not. He is just playing the offense. Bryce Butler had a
0: heck of a touchdown catch in that game. Right. Um, and, and let's all be honest. Zeke
2: makes that that thing go. They're, they're, Zeke is amazing. I, I'm still. I'm surprised they pushed around Detroit the way they did. Uh, all right. Don't even waste your time. You know who number one is?
1: Come number on. Number one, one. 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 Come one,
2: on. One, don't one, waste one, your freaking time. Are Aaron you freaking Rogers. kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? That's all I'm going to say. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean. Come on. Aaron Rodgers in the game went 28 of 38 for 347 for four touchdowns
0: and no interceptions for a quarterback rating of 136. And a rushing six.
2: touchdown. That's the other thing I noticed, too. Like ESPN, if Tom Brady runs for a touchdown, they put that damn stat on the Aaron bottom. Aaron Rodgers two TD. times
1: for 13 yards and a touchdown.
2: That, and had a Devontae Adams, another one, for the
1: fifth touchdown. Who did Rodgers juke out on the touchdown run? Uh, I saw that highlight. Yeah, yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Hold I don't on. think that was this week.
2: No, it was this it was week. A, he was running down the left sideline. It was him one-on-one with the Vikings. Oh, I and he shook him. Uh, he did, but who it was, was, it? was it? Thirty-five or it was that's what I mean. It wasn't this
0: week. They played the Vikings this week. This was the Vikings game. Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. Thank Talk you.
2: about Aaron Rodgers, yes. but Aaron, yeah, I mean, just a phenomenal performance. Devontae Adams drops another touchdown in his hands. What was that in the fourth quarter? Um, yeah, he was phenomenal because they weren't going to run the football, and he just wheeled and dealed all over the place. He's uh, he's the
1: MVP in my opinion. You guys want to pick some games?
0: Uh, Hold on. Quarterback rating in
2: the red zone. It has it as 105.5. I'm looking it up right now.
1: I'll find it.
2: You want me to find it? I'll find it for you. Oh, come on. Download already. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to lose now. Oh, my gosh. Are you ready? I'm going to lose.
1: I'll edit this down. Good. I'm going to lose. And the winner is? Are you found it? No.
2: Nope. Oh, I'm close, though. I'm close. (laughs) <laughs> oh, gonna get it first! Come on. Oh, where's it? Nope, nope, not that one. No, no. It was Xavier Rhodes, fellas. Oh, oh god. god, how Damn did it.
0: you not just Google Aaron Rodgers, Juke Viking? I
1: didn't. What did you search? I was looking for the actual highlight. I did too. I, I to, was trying to go to the film. Left go. I I did too. That's exactly what lasers. I was doing. Uh,
0: Aaron Rodgers red zone passing statistics in 2016 inside the red zone. 27 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Inside the 10, 21 touchdowns, zero interceptions. This is not including rushing touchdowns. Actually, I think I can find that too. Um, Man, he is such a freak. It's insane. You guys ready to pick some games? Yeah, let's do it. Aaron Rodgers rushing has... Oh, he's only got two rushing touchdowns. But 27 touchdowns, no interceptions for Aaron Rodgers in the red zone. You've talked about this before. Because of his ability to run, he... And also, what he does better than anyone is he steps up in the pocket, and he runs parallel to the line of scrimmage, and it puts these linebackers in a position where they freeze. And he also has, I think, the best wide receiver at reading his quarterback, which is Jordy Nelson.
2: Well, they have a ton of practice at that. I mean, every oh play is
0: Aaron Rodgers running
1: around. But it's to just
0: somebody. like the, the key, I think, to wide receiver, even if you, if me and you were having a catch and, and Josh was trying to defend us – when you are decisive with your first move, I never see Jordy go left, right, left, right, left. He just goes left, and, and Rodgers goes left. Yep. And it's just instincts, man. It's pretty unbelievable. It is. If they could ever get Devontae Adams to that page,
1: they will be, because, man, he is so he's so. All right, talented. come on, let's go.
2: You're waxing poetically
1: about nothing. Let's go. Pick the Time games. to pick some games. First off, Chris God, Sims, congratulations. Last week, week You're 16, you went five and zero. You are the first person on this podcast to pick all games correctly in one week. Oh we have man, not I'm The whole week. year, the whole I'm year, year we have not because right, I picked
0: Andrew Luck at Matt We have not had
1: an undefeated week the entire year. Minnesota at Green Bay. You guys both picked Green Bay. Uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, you guys both picked Pittsburgh. Denver at Kansas City, you both pick Kansas City. Two games you disagreed on: Indianapolis at Oakland. Sims, you picked Oakland. Leftco, you picked Indianapolis. And Detroit at Dallas, Sims, you picked the Cowboys. Leftco, you picked the Lions. Five and zero for Sims. Three and two for Lefko. That brings stand? us to thirty eight, forty six, and two for Sims. Forty two, forty two, and two. For left go so heading into the last week of the regular season, Sims, you're four games back,
2: man. So it's pretty much impossible. It's no, crazy. It's not. Eh, you never know. My, my picks for the year, well, picking every game, I'm like 40 game. I'm like 139 and 100, and I lose all these f-ing
1: games. So I know you've already picked the games for this week. Right. I don't know if you have, which means that you're going first on every single one here. So Ooh. the first game that we're picking, Kansas City at San Diego. Left your pick, Kansas City. Yep, Kansas City. No time, 31-20, Chiefs. I got to write down to you, curse Hold on. Okay, now we're good. Uh, next game to pick: Oakland at Denver. go you're up first. Ooh.
0: Uh, now that I know that Paxton Lynch is playing, I'm picking Oakland. Oakland is something to play for.
1: I picked uh, the Raiders 1917. Next game: New England at Miami. New England. Yep, New England blowout. Next game: Giants at Redskins. I'm picking Washington, and I'm picking the Giants.
0: Yes. Why would you pick? That?
1: Why are you picking the Giants, Sims?
2: Uh, I think the Giants are going to play full full fledged, and I think that the a little like we've talked about with even Seattle that they're going to want to get offensive continuity, confidence, everything going for Eli. The Redskins' defense stinks. This is the team to do it against, and I just think they match up really good with Washington in general. Uh, and I think they're going to try to go into the playoffs kind of hot and uh, on you know on the right note.
0: If Washington loses. The only thing that stinks is it it turns that Green Bay-Detroit game into not as important.
2: Oh, it's really important. But they
0: still, one team would win, would get the, what, the four seed and one team gets the six?
2: Yeah, that's a big deal. That's, yeah. Nobody wants to you what do you want? Yeah, but
0: to, I love when there's playoffs on the line too. Then it then Sunday becomes like an ultimate thriller.
2: Yeah, I hear you. I I just think this is going to be one of those weird games this week where the Giants have nothing to really play for but they're going to play hard and And, and win I the think
0: game. my my big thing if I'm going to be scared of this or not because me and Sims bet differently on our bet show for Facebook Live. Do I put a lot of money on Washington? He put a good amount on the Giants. F- middle of the third quarter. If Washington is even, Within three or ahead, I feel very confident. If Washington's down big in the third quarter, I'm frightened. But I think the Giants in the middle of the third quarter are going to look at each other and go, why are we still trying? Because I don't think there's that, – that will be – if Giants have a big lead, I'm in trouble.
1: Final game to pick, NFC North, Packers at Lions. Left guard, your pick.
0: I'm going Packers.
2: Uh, I'm going Packers too,
0: and he picked the Lions and put a lot of money on them. I can't. So you're picking the Lions with the points, yeah, three and a half. Yeah. So you think the Packers win by three?
2: Oh, close, if not lose. Yeah, I mean, I think this game's going to go down But you down just to the picked bar. the Packers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I they picked them to win twenty-six. Thought I was going to get a free win there. Twenty-six, twenty-four. Um, but yeah, he, the Packers pass defense. Have you seen it lately? They, they're, they're, they're going to. He's going to have a big day. I would be shocked if he doesn't, especially after last week.
0: So you said that. I heard you saying this on the Facebook Live, that everyone's giving this to the Packers. Holy, I just can't crazy. believe
2: everyone is just, Packers are going to win. The Packers are going to win. It's the
0: unstoppable force of momentum that is Aaron Rodgers and this team. Yeah,
2: I get it. And I also
0: look at what Miranelli did to the Stafford offense last week in the second half and how he switched it up and got creative. And I go, Dom Capers is going to be creative. Um But, yeah, look, I look at it. The Packers got to that huge lead in the first time they played, and the Lions really had their number in the second half. Uh, The last time the Packers played in Detroit, it was the Hail Mary game. Right. On the two times before that, Detroit beat them. So it is a good matchup. I just think that a banged-up secondary of the Detroit Lions, I just see them being very hard-pressed stopping this Packers offense. And I also think of it being the ultimate letdown. Very much like the Tampa Bay Bucks. Two weeks ago, where they think they're on the same playing field as the Dallas Cowboys, they go in there in the bright lights and they get embarrassed. And I think that's what happened to Detroit. And I think now they have to go and they 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 hear it too, man. They they know what they're facing. So you get done that game where you get obliterated, and then you got to put on film of Aaron Rodgers, your number one quarterback from 2016. I just, I think the fear sets in. You know, as much as as much as these guys are going to be confident, they're facing Aaron frickin Rogers in a play in game. All right, come on. You're getting media on me. Fear. Well, tell
2: me where I'm wrong. Well, I mean, fear like, oh, gosh, we got to play. We're, let's not even play guys. It's fear. It's Aaron Rodgers. Let's give up like
0: fine. It's not fear. It's doubt. All right, sure. It's when you're down seven points in the third and Aaron Rodgers goes out again Yeah, okay. and he's looking for blood. I, I, you're uh, telling me that that doesn't go into a player's psyche at all.
2: Not during the game, not at one cent. Do they know that they're playing Aaron Rodgers this week? Certainly, yes. Uh, but they're not, like, fearing Aaron Rodgers in this situation right now. No. They they understand the guy is going to make plays all night long. They get that. Um They're just hoping to not get scorched and just keep the game manageable to where... And that's why
0: I'm picking against them. Okay. They're hoping not to get scorched. This inevitability of this division to me, where the Packers have been coming on for five straight weeks, enough to earn your MVP vote, and the Lions had this thing. They were 9-4 and or something like that. And then they've lost... To the Giants, to the Cowboys, and now they're getting ready to lose their third game in a row. This game almost feels inevitable, and that goes to where you're hearing this media thing. It's just uh, Aaron Rodgers I mean, is going to put on a freaking show.
2: It's just crazy. That's crazy to think. That's inevitable. So to That's recap, crazy. we've got crazy. five games this week. You guys agree on four How of them. You really
0: think it's you really think it's not? You think it's crazy?
2: Yeah. I mean, the Green Bay Packers have like one of the four worst pass defenses in football right now. And you're going to go against a team that can really throw it. This is not the Dallas Cowboys defense they're playing. I this don't. This is not the New York Giants either. This is not. I mean, Demarius Randall got benched last week. Micah Hyde's not healthy. I, don't, I just think I, I the hard for me to just sit there and stamp that approval on. Listen, I'm picking. the You're Packers right. I mean, Adam Thielen
0: did go off for like 160 and Sam Bradford 2-10. put up
2: points. 210 is what he went off for, yeah. right? So I, that, I mean, Matt Barkley looked like an all-star. I mean, that's. That's scary to me. Now they don't have to worry about stopping the run. But yeah, I get annoyed with stuff like this watching the media because everybody just jumps out. Oh, it's it's Aaron. Like they're like, well, are you kidding me? If one thing we've learned this year is we know nothing. We don't know sh. Like this game is a toss up. Total, total toss up. If you were
0: betting your life, who would you bet
2: on? I would bet on Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely taking I'm with you with the Green Bay. But I just get annoyed with the like slam dunkiness. I, I've not seen one guy on TV yet even give Detroit a chance of winning the football game.
1: Five games. I don't know when, the, when did Green Bay
0: come thirteen and one. I just don't get it. Your That's only it. disagreement, but I get it. There, well, because we keep calling them for the last two weeks the scariest team in football. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pumped for that
2: game. I really it's am. It's gonna be awesome. Gonna That's be why awesome. I
0: want Washington to win. Because if if there's a playoff berth on the line too, oh.
2: Yeah, it gets a little more. I, I don't know if I can really say it gets more intense. Guys, playing a home playoff game yeah. is a big deal. And, and like you've said,
0: for some reason, winning a division. And you just you don't want
2: to deal with having, if you're the sixth seed, you don't want to deal with going up to Seattle in your first game.
0: That's good. Yeah, the difference is Seattle or New York. Right. No.
2: Uh, no, it's going to be. Yeah, Seattle
0: or New York. You're yeah. either playing New York or Seattle. You're right. And I'd much rather play Eli. At home. At home. Right. Than yeah. Russell Wilson. Because you
2: could beat the Giants at home. Definitely. It's yes. a
0: lot harder to go to Seattle. Yes. But I'm going to enjoy betting
2: against Seattle. Well, I'm, I'm going to be. Uh, damn, so we only had one difference this week?
1: You did. But yeah. the contest continues through the playoffs. Oh, it's not right. over until the Super Bowl. Right. So you still right. got time.
0: Okay. I am going for my third straight pick 'em win. You yeah. are. Just, it's a combination. Again, I'm
2: going to say it again. I want to pick all the games next year for the third year in a row. Okay. I want to pick all the games. Next year, we'll What's pick really all the What's really
0: funny games. is we have picked all the games on Facebook Live but with, with spreads. the spreads. Yeah, and right. we're, we're, we're tied.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah,
2: That's
0: we are tied going, and, and they gave me a two game lead, but they actually messed up, and I actually texted Cam today and I during said, the show. Yeah, yeah, I said no. You gave me an incorrect win,
1: so now we're tied. That's good. That's honest. All yeah, right, so Mond- wrap this thing up.
0: So Monday we're doing the award show, and we're going to do a little recap and go over the coaches that are fired. Wednesday it'll come out. Thursday we will do a fifteen minute breakdown of all four wild card games. Um, Sims man closing in another playoff run.
2: I can't wait. I'm so excited for playoff football. I've had enough of the regular season.
0: I'm tired of the bottom half of the NFL.
2: I agree. I don't even want to talk You're about it.
0: You're a bunch it. of jabronis. Your coaching <laughs> stinks. Your players aren't trying hard. You're very inconsistent. Do I have Go to home. bleep out jabroni?
2: No. What? Uh, it
0: was a joke. It was a
1: joke. It was a lighthearted moment. Gone to the fishing. Gone fishing. All right, for Sims. Peace
0: out, homies. For Fendrick. Good night, everybody. Episode 95 in the books. Hit us up on Twitter, at Sims and We'll get to all your tweets on Monday's show. I'm Adam Lufko. I'll let you, boys.